What's up? It's Justin here from Fitness Business Blueprint, and today I'm going to talk to you all about what I call power networking or creating your power network. So imagine this imagine you walk out in the street, you go for coffee somewhere, you go to a restaurant, and all the owners of those places, the, the, the cafe owners, the restaurant owners, they all know your name and they all go out of their way to help promote your business and give you discounts to all your clients. Imagine that local media personalities, radio station hosts and local TV presenters, local micro celebrities all talk about your business, tell their friends about you and literally get you handfuls of new clients turning up ready to pay you. And not pay you for a front-end offer, but ready to commit to your month-to-month -month ongoing payments. Imagine the organizers of local charities and good causes contacting you on a weekly basis because they've heard about you and they want to work with you and promote you to their donor list. Imagine wherever you go, everyone knows your name, you, have, uh, you see clients everywhere, and you are like a local celebrity. All that can be real and all that is the effect of following a system that I call power networking. And every single example I just said there comes from real experience. Those are all real results and real cases that have occurred from me de uh, developing and deploying my power network system over the years. and. It's a game changer. It will get you a flood of new clients, opportunities, and access to deals, discounts, and access to new audiences and clients that you wouldn't have even imagined are possible right now. So if this is such a good system, why do so many fit pros not use it? Well, number one, because most of them are lazy and most fit pros want to rely on a, a Facebook ad or something online that re doesn't require having to talk to anyone or build relationships. That's the first reason. But perhaps a bigger reason is because most fit pros have rightly so got a bad taste of networking and a, and a distorted view of what networking is. And that's because in most communities, Networking is done extremely poorly today because even people organizing networking events don't know how to do it and there's like a big problem. So I know for a fact I've been to business networking events and it's just terrible. It's a load of people that don't know what they're doing, don't know what they want and they just thrust business cards in your face and it's a very taking mentality. It's very much... Uh, what can I get from you? And can you do this for me? And, and all that stuff. And that's not the networking I'm talking about. That's why I say building a power circle or a power network is a whole different thing. And it actually goes beyond just doing business deals. It goes beyond strategic alliances. What I'm talking about here and what we deploy in our companies and what I teach my mentorship students behind closed doors is the power of the power network. And the power network goes beyond business and is actually a social construct. Here's what I mean. I just came from a, 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 coffee, a, a cafe 
uh, on the beach right now where I, I go to regularly. And this is a prime example. I'm there sitting at the cafe with a couple of my trainers uh, and guys I work with here in Cyprus. We run a couple of boot camps out here. So I'm sitting there with my trainers and management team and we're talking about this concept. It's what inspired me to, to make this podcast for you today. And I and then the business owner of the cafe comes out because the business owner, he's there quite a lot. And here's the difference, as I explained to them. If it was simply a business transaction, like if I simply said to the business owner, hey, you know, we work with women, can you help us out? Can we help you out? Like, if you tell your clients about us, we'll tell them about you. That's the typical strategic alliance. That's like a business joint venture partnership, and that's fine. But what I do, what I do goes a lot further than that. Sorry, just dropped my microphone. Uh, what I do goes a lot further than that, because what I do is I build a, a good relationship with the owner. So the owner is Filippos. I've been building a relationship with for him for a long time where we're more like friends. And the conversation doesn't go like a business inform uh, a formal business thing of could you put this promotion out for me please or could you tell clients this? No. It goes more like this. And this is what happened today. I said, "Hey Filippos, I'm bringing over 20 students for our 3-day immersion event next month. 20 fitness professionals are flying in to Cyprus." What can you do for me? And he's like, Justin, my friend, I have you covered. We're gonna, we're gonna um, clear out the roof terrace. We're gonna give everyone discounted grilled food, and we're gonna clear out the roof terrace and give you guys discounted drinks all night on the roof terrace. How does that sound? Is that okay for you? And I'm like, yes, thank you very much. Right. Um, and then I'm like, cool. I'm gonna make some posts now on Instagram and tag tag your cafe in here and tell and tell everyone about you. And he's like, cool, cool, cool. See you next week. That's the difference. That's a social network where if you only have a business relationship with, with a, a joint venture partner, it's fine, but it's very formal and it's very much, you do this for you and I'll do this for you. And then that's it. We're done. Business is done. When you build a social connection, when you have more like friends in high places, not connections, but friends in high places, bigger things will happen for you. And not only about it's not only about getting clients, but you can also get new opportunities. So a new access. So think about it. If I know some business owners like like this guy, Filippos, the cool thing is it's like I can say, hey Filippos, what other business owners do you know? Who are the other influential people I need to get in my circle? And maybe then he's like, well, um, actually I'll give you another example of that. At last year's Cyprus immersion, I had about, we had a bit of a bigger turnout than expected. We had about 15 guys over last year for the retreat. And um, it was a busy weekend. And I intended to take people to a coffee shop, like in the back room of a coffee shop, uh, which is usually quiet. But for some reason, it was a crazy weekend. I think it was over Easter. And we, we turned up with everyone that day and there just wasn't any space. It's my fault. I didn't book in advance. I didn't plan properly because I have a much more casual relationship with these places usually. But it was just fully booked and they couldn't help us. So what I did was I didn't freak out. I simply called up another friend of mine who's another local connection I've made over the years and said, hey, dude, I've got a bit of a problem. I've got 15 fit pros here in the middle of, the middle of town on a, Sunday, on a busy Sunday morning. 
I need somewhere to actually do a seminar with them. My friend says, no problem, give me five minutes. He calls me back up in five minutes and says, bro, go up to the um, blah, blah, blah hotel, just two minute walk from you. Uh, I know the owner, I've talked to him. He's gonna give you a conference room for 30 people, totally free. Just ask your guys um, to, buy, to buy a cup of coffee each and it's done. So we went up there, cool, strolled in with 15 people. They give us a free room that usually would be about 80 to 100 euros and they give it to us for the full day. And it was a fantastic room and everyone loved it, right? That is the power, you know, that might not happen as a business relationship. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't exactly go, even if I knew the owner of the hotel, I probably couldn't just stroll up one day and be like, oh, hello, sir, we've done business before. Can you now give me a room for free? Uh, you know, it's probably not gonna happen. But through the friendship, the social connection element of me knowing my friend who knew that business owner, it's like, yeah, no problem, come on down, it's taken care of. That is a, a 10x difference. And that is what power networking is all about. It's not business networking, it's social circle networking. And it's gonna give massive dividends to your business. So there's the opportunities like that you get. There's discounts. There, there are clients you'll get out of it. But there's also access. When, when I say to someone like, uh, going back to Filippos, my friend who owns the cafe, I can say, Filippos, hey, dude, who else do I need, who else do you know that I should know? And he goes, oh, bro, I know the guy who owns this restaurant. He's a friend of mine. And I say, cool, Filippos, let, let me take you guys out for some beers tomorrow night or out for coffee. Again, you can't, if it's, a, if it's a strict formal business partnership, you wouldn't generally do that. But because we're, we're deeper than that, we're friends, it's social, I can be like, cool, invite him out. It, it's business social, right? He, he, he'll invite his friend out. We're having beers together. Filippo says, this is Justin. He runs a boot camp. He's a super smart entrepreneur. He can probably help you with your marketing. And I always go in with a giving hand. And I'm like, oh yes, cool, you own this restaurant? Wow, I love that place. I'm gonna have to bring uh, 10 or 20 of my clients there sometime, would that be cool? And then boom, yeah, we'll give you the VIP booths, da 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 Great, and I'm like, again, in return, I'm gonna share it all over Instagram and Facebook and tell everyone uh, and get you more clients coming through the door. How about that? Cool, shaking hands, right? And these deals just flow so much more easily and effortlessly and in a fun way because you're on a different level of connection with these people. Anyway, this is, this is the power networking. This is, I, I break this down to a full system uh, to my mentorship clients. They get the full breakdown on this. And so there's, what I wanna do for the next few minutes is just give you a bit of an overview of some of the prime elements to make it work. Um, and, and there's two elements really. There is number one, intent, and number two is strategy. Intent is your mindset behind it, knowing what you want out of this and, and where you're going with it. Strategy then is how you actually deploy this and how you build these relationships and how you monetize and expand these relationships, how you leverage them for financial gain, but also leverage them to get new relationships and build this bigger and bigger micro-influencer circle in your town that sends you a load of clients, access, and opportunities. So, strategy is how, how and what we do. 
and the intent is why we're doing it. So let's start with intent. Your intent or your frame of mind behind it has to be right. If your intent is wrong, then you are gonna choose the wrong strategy and you're not gonna get results. You're gonna do a strategy, but with the wrong intent, it's not gonna work. So what do I mean by this? Now the intent, the reason most networking is fucked and doesn't work, if you've ever been to a networking event, it's because the intent those people have is not conducive to a good relationship. The general intent of people that network poorly is three things. They are short-term focused, they are narrow-minded or narrow-focused, and they are direct-focused, okay? Short, narrow, direct. Write those three words down. This is what you want to avoid. So what that means is, the relationship is short-term, first of all. What the person's thinking is, how do I get something off you right now? And so it's like, here's my business card. Tell people about me. It's short-term. It's like, what can I get now off this person? I, what they're saying is, I don't want to build a long-term relationship with this person. It's like dating. It's like, I don't want to date this person and get to know them. I just want to screw right now. And that doesn't work out so well because it shows total disrespect and disregard for the person uh, and shows you just want one thing. So there's a short-term focus, that's bad. There's also a narrow focus, and that means that people that network poorly only see you good for one thing. They have a narrow focus and they just think they can get me clients, or they can be a client. And now yes, like I said, these opportunities we're gonna create, they, can, they definitely will get you clients, but don't be so narrow focused because Let's say I work with um, female clients, right? We're looking for females to join our bootcamp. And maybe I meet someone through a connection. Maybe I'm with Filipos and he says, oh, hey, Justin, uh, meet Stavros. He, he runs the men's rugby team for the area, right? Now, if I'm like, hmm, men's rugby team, uh, but I train women, so he can't get me clients. And I go, yeah, nice to meet you, Stavros, whatever, right? And I don't follow up that relationship. If I, have, if I have too much of a direct, direct focus or narrow focus, uh, um, I'm going to miss out on that. So the truth is, though, if I know someone who runs a men's rugby team and he knows 50 rugby players, what do 50 male rugby players probably all have? Wives and girlfriends, right? <laughs> so you might miss what could potentially be a great opportunity because you're too narrow in your focus, okay? You don't have to only do deals and connect with people that give you a target client base. You can have other things out of it, right? So there are other opportunities that can come out of it. So don't have that, that, that narrow or too much of a direct focus, a narrow focus. The final thing, the direct focus, that is when, again, you're only trying to get one thing out of the relationship. So let's say you're only looking for clients, but that's not all we're looking for here. We're also looking, again, for opportunities and access and maybe even savings or discounts, right? We can get things we want for our business without paying for it, like advertising. So. We, for example, have, have created a new relationship with a local radio station. And we are actually now at a point where our tra one of our trainers is actually going for casual coffee meetings with one of the presenters, local radio presenter. 
now we've been invited to go and speak on the radio station. The, the radio station have invited us, right? So many other pros, you know, either didn't think of that opportunity or didn't want to pay for it. We've been invited now because we've built a casual relationship with that person. So there's things like getting advertising that we don't, we don't have to pay for or don't have to pay as much. I've done this to get print advertising in newspapers and magazines by becoming friends with the editor or the owner of the paper and doing things to help them, right? So it's not just about, can I get clients? There's discounts uh, or freebies, um, sponsorship, opportunities and access to certain places or access to other people we wouldn't have access to, right? So maybe the radio presenter maybe knows um, a, a, a good local celebrity that would not want to talk to us, but because they're friends with the radio presenter, she puts a word in for us and suddenly, or she says, hey, um, we're, having a, we're having a Rock FM radio party. There's going to be a lot of local um, or national uh, celebs and singers there in a VIP room, but I can give you guys a VIP pass to come backstage uh, and meet, and I'll, I'll introduce you to these guys, right? And then you can start meeting celebrities, local celebrities and things like that, right? So you can see how this just starts swelling, but you have to have the right intent. So the correct intent is actually the opposite. You want a long-term focus. Don't look at this an interaction like this as just, you know, knock on a business owner's door. Hey, can we do business together? Bam, bam, bam. Don't look at it like an event. Look at it like a process, like a long-term relationship. You're, you know, you're not going to get as many big deals or opportunities happening on the spot. It's going to take probably a few weeks or months of you actually cultivating relationships, and and and, and it's about forging a genuine interest and a genuine friendship with these people, right? It has to be genuine. So that takes a bit of time. It's a long-term focus. So you want a long-term intention. Um, you also want that that wide stance, not narrow, but wide and think, hmm, look at all the opportunities I could get from this connection if I just play the long game on this. And, and again, it's not direct. It's, it's there, you're looking for indirect opportunities too. So like I said there, knowing the radio station, maybe the radio station hosts gets us in with this local celebrity. Now the local celebrity might or might not be a client for us or might not even have the same target market we have, but you could get endorsements or meet somebody else or just whatever, right? So much can come of it if you just open your mind to long-term indirect possibilities instead of being closed-minded and wanting something now. So again, have that intention first and now that is gonna make your strategy a lot different. That's why I said when you have the wrong intention, the strategy probably won't work. So that's the intention we want to make this work, basically. Then there's gonna be strategy. Now, strategy is what we do. Now, again, this is a whole big thing. I mean, I'm actually gonna to put together a whole product on this um, based on all the stuff I've taught my mastermind students inside our program. I'm probably gonna strip some of that out and turn it into a product, because it's, it's a big thing. This isn't like setting up a Facebook ad that takes 20 minutes. This is really an ongoing um, monthly, weekly, daily task kind of thing that you have to keep on top of as well to do it effectively. 
because you're, you're kind of building a funnel, really. If you think about that, you're, you're building this funnel where lots of interactions that you start off will, will begin it, but then through the funnel, through the ongoing relationships, you will filter out people who are more and more likely to respond to you. And it, again, it goes, it goes beyond just business networking. So it means you won't necessarily only hit up local businesses, but you'll actually go wider than that and more indirect. So as a very quick overview, we basically have a three-tier system to this. And we start off this program with uh, potential partners uh, or connections that do directly um, serve you with the same target market. So we are focused on getting clients first, but we build on top of that later. So just to give some structure to it, we kind of start first of all with other local businesses or organizations that do have access to your target market and could get you a, a good number of clients. So I'm speaking on behalf of a, of a business that's, that wants female clients here, for example. So we, we would start listing out um, hair salons, maybe coffee shops, uh, schools, daycare nurseries, dance schools, martial arts clubs, anything like that with, a, with an audience of females or mums. Right, and that's and they're the easiest ones to approach and build these relationships with, because again, there's a we can easily um, gain clients from them. That's like a tier one or phase one. Then once we establish those, we then layer up our funnel and start going a bit more indirect. And now we start looking at local media influencers. So we start making connections strategically and systematically with radio stations, um, TV stations, micro-influencers, maybe models in the area, um, photographers, um, again, like sports teams, bigger entities who do have some influence in the area. It might not be directly influencing your target market, but they do have influence and they will have other connections we can piggyback off. Um, and then third, the third phase then, is um, you know going into like celebrities, uh, macro influencers, things like that. People that probably we think might be a bit out of our league and a bit of a long shot, but we do build up to that um, only once the first two tiers are done, right? So I mean, if maybe there's a local celebrity, like let's say you're in, uh, and I, I'm from Wales, so I can give an example. Let's say there's a, a macro celebrity for Wales, like Gareth Bale, or you know, or um, maybe there's like a CrossFit athlete or an Olympian athlete that's kind of somewhat local to your area that if, again, they're probably not going to be a client, but if you could get them to do a guest appearance or a guest talk at your gym, that would really pull in people and be an amazing partnership, right? So, you know, imagine that. Imagine like I've got a boot camp in the same town where Gareth Bale, the professional footballer, was born, right? Um, and I don't know where he was born. I'm just giving an example. I know he's Welsh, though. So, <laughs> um, you know, if we might think, wow, how amazing would it be if we could get Gareth Bale or, or Ryan Giggs to do a, you know, talk at a, at a charity fundraiser we're doing on Saturday, right? Now, again, that kind of thing, it seems a bit pie in the sky and it's a bit like, the odds of it happening are probably very low. And that's why we only kind of stack that level of outreach 
uh, and power networking on top of the previous two. So we go direct with easy wins first. Like, can we connect with a hair salon and, and, and trade offers? And then we build up to local media connections and micro-influencers. Um, because owners of sports teams or radio personalities and things like that, they m will probably have the connections to get Gareth Bale or Ryan Giggs through one or two degrees of separation. My local hairdresser won't, <laughs> right? But but that's why we start with level one, the easy wins. Level two is the more micro-influencers. And level three becomes the macro-influencers, the big names we can get, the pie-in-the-sky ones. But the interesting, amazing phenomenon is, once you build it in this order, stage one kind of leads to stage two. And stage two leads you to stage three without you actually purposely trying to do it. So we might not be there, for example, saying, how do we get this big celebrity? But what happens is we start with level one and we start looking at hairdressers or, or schools. And then what happens is uh, we start working with a few hairdressers and then maybe one of the hairdressers has as a client a micro-influencer who runs a local radio show because she's probably going to go to a hair salon somewhere, right? Uh, or they probably have one of their clients is is a model or a fitness model in town, right? Not a, not a massive, like, not a massive, like, Whitney Johns kind of Instagram person, but maybe, you know, just 15, 20,000 followers locally. And... So you, you do t tier one and get with the hairdressers and then maybe the hairdresser introduces you to the, the tier two micro-influencer who owns a radio show or is a fitness influencer. And then you start talking to those guys and then, like I said, like I used the example earlier, maybe the, the radio presenter then says, oh, hey, we're doing this event. You can get a VIP pass if you come with, tell them, you know, to put it on my name and you get to come backstage and, and meet some of the artists and then you meet maybe an artist and, you know, who's maybe a national artist. And then through that person, maybe you then end up meeting a connection or someone who runs an agency or a PR agency that also knows how to get in touch with that celebrity you wanted or a similar level of celebrity who's just as famous and influential, but a different person. And so you'll see how this actually spills out and actually starts building itself. So anyway, that's an overview, and, and I encourage you to really put some time every day into doing this. If you can afford 45 minutes to one hour a day just to strike up conversations with three to five people uh, and start with the assets. And another tip I can give you is start with the assets you already have. Don't start with strangers. You don't need to. So you probably already um, go to like five to ten places or businesses frequently in your area where you probably already know the owner or you know the manager just from going in there so often, right? You've just built an organic relationship with them uh, or at least maybe some of the staff in that place who could easily connect you with a manager. So think about coffee shops, restaurants, places you go to already that could start this, okay? And then you can also go to your client base. You're going to have some micro-influencers probably in your client base or they'll be just one degree away. So you can maybe ask your clients and say, hey guys, like we're looking to connect with business owners, media personalities, micro and macro celebrities 
influencers. Um, who do you know that we could help with this? And could you give any warm introductions for us? And then maybe one of your client, one of your best clients is like, oh yeah, I know the owner of that hair salon, or I know the DJ who presents this radio show. Or I know the person that works, I know a person that works as an assistant for this macro celebrity. And all of a sudden you're in. You'll be amazed at the power of your network you already have access to once you purposely and systematically tap into it with those long-term intentions. And just start like that and start now, instead of just saying hey to the manager of the coffee shop that you know, start up a real, you know, friendship and say, hey, like we come here all the time. Let's get to know each other. Um, I'd love to, you know, maybe tr send you some business as well. Um, can I take you for a drink sometime? Can I go and take you for, go, do you have five minutes and we'll have a coffee together and get to chat and I'd love to know more about your business and how we can actually help you. And before you know it, you'll start striking up friendships with these people. Because remember, um, for a lot of like business owners, they don't have a big social circle because we're all quite isolated. So they actually love to connect with the business owners and they don't have these ideas because they're not listening to this podcast, obviously. So the value you're bringing is so immense to people on a business level, but also adding a, a bigger social dimension to their lives. They're going to love you just for actually approaching them, taking an interest and wanting to know more about them and their business. Um, and so that might be in some cases all you need to do for them to reciprocate in a big way for you and keep you in mind for things. So you already have assets and resources. Look at where you've already been frequenting. Where have you started like making these relationships and kind of, you know, digging your claws into these places and start from there, right? So with a circle of five to 10 businesses or places that you frequent locally, you should be able to get some good momentum on this going already. All right, guys. So, um, I mean, this goes a lot deeper, way bigger. And this is what I do for my mentor mentorship clients. It's a whole new dimension of marketing that is, um, it's fun, you know, it's fun. And it, it's really, it has a big aspect of personal development to it because you'll see so many benefits in your own life just from striking up new connections and friendships. Even if you didn't get one single client out of this, it would enrich your life in so many other ways. Uh, so so I, I really encourage you to give this a go. And if you want to get the full system and get the daily, weekly, monthly strategy plan, then you can explore our mentorship program. Um, and it's just one of the many aspects that we give you on how to grow a successful, thriving local fitness business uh, and become the number one authority of your town. So if that sounds cool, then check out the links below. Go to justindevonshire.com forward slash EBB dash mastermind. That's echo bravo bravo dash mastermind. And you can find out about the program and everything else that you get. Uh, but, but, but I'm telling you, this one strategy alone that we teach, the power networking, is worth triple what we actually charge for the one year of mentorship alone. So check it out guys and let me know what you thought about this are you doing anything similar to this what's your biggest takeaway and what are you going to do from this i would love to know your feedback uh and again thanks for listening i'll see you again on another episode soon but uh if this helps you in any way please share it on with another fitness professional and leave us a review that would be awesome okay have a good day i'll catch up with you very soon